There is no doubt that China has a firm grasp over the world's economy. Every year for the past 40 years, China has been exponentially increasing its production. Iron, steel, textiles, cement, chemicals, toys, electronics, railcars, ships, aircraft. Basically, if you can think of it, China makes it. Unfortunately, as I have recently discovered, China is also the world's nearly sole provider for generic medication and medication ingredients. And this is a much bigger problem than you may think. I'm Christian Yurelecki with the You'll See Why podcast, and today we're taking a look at the issue of China's dominance over the international generic medication market. Possibly one of the only positives of our current COVID-19 situation is that it serves as a wake-up call for the U.S. to recognize how much of a risk its dependency on China not only to produce medication, but also APIs, or active pharmaceutical ingredients, poses, which is a serious national security threat. According to the Council on Foreign Affairs, as of February 2020, nearly 80% of the ingredients that are in our medication come from China. This is obviously a huge issue. Since China essentially has a monopoly over the ingredients of generic medication, I believe that they have the capability to take advantage of the situation. The fear is that with this global power, China can withhold important medication from the world, degrade the quality of the APIs, put lethal contaminants in the APIs, and lastly make medication more expensive. China is positioning itself to dominate the generic medication market. These issues have already existed for a while. But given the coronavirus, this problem has become exponentially more critical. One of the founding leaders in bringing this issue to light is Miss Rosemary Gibson, award-winning author of China RX, along with other books, and senior advisor at the Hastings Center. According to Miss Gibson, the reason why the U.S. is failing to produce its own medication and instead having to rely on China is because no one wants to make them. The big generic companies are dropping products because it's not profitable enough for them. That's why we have even more drug shortages now. And that was happening before the coronavirus. And so what we desperately need is domestic manufacturing of these essential drugs. The situation that the world has found itself in is best described by the theory of realism. China is only worried about their own relative gains in self-security. Possibly because of China's past history of involvement in international trade, the country is worried about other countries cheating the system and taking advantage of them. Therefore, China is doing everything in their power to defect and close all possible cases of cheating against them. China doesn't concern itself with other countries' citizens and those citizens' health situation. I believe that medication is a production field that is distinctly different from others. Unlike clothing or electronics, the production of medication deals with human health. On this specific issue, Ms. Gibson notes, The FDA has stopped doing inspections in China and other overseas countries because of the coronavirus. So. We're basically getting medicines, food, medical devices from China that FDA is not in there inspecting and protecting the public. The situation that the U.S. and the world has found itself in is critical and scary. As shown through medication and medical supply shortages during coronavirus, if the U.S. decides to depend on China for medication or medication ingredients, it will come at the cost of lack of national security and far worse, human lives. As such, the U.S. must implement a policy to address its vulnerabilities to this life-threatening problem. Before I suggest my policy, it is important to understand the obstacles ahead. Even though China has taken a majority of our medication, 
Part of the problem is that many U.S. companies are outsourcing to China and India due to a lower cost of production and increased margins. As a solution to this, I suggest that the U.S. government incentivizes the construction and reallocation of generic medication and medication chemical ingredient factories in the U.S. The funding will be in the form of subsidies as the U.S. government is already performing with different industries such as electric cars or agriculture. The U.S. should also push for an international organization to track the movement of medication around the world to ensure that all countries are working for absolute benefit rather than relative. This international trade organization must treat medication as if it were a utility, similar to water or electricity. All medication shipments must be labeled by country of origin. If a country fails to follow these guidelines, an increased amount of tariffs will be placed on their shipments, making importing and exporting increasingly more expensive, which in turn will incentivize them to follow the rules. This tracking process will monitor the world's medication trade system and ensure that no country has complete dominance over the market. This policy plays into the theory of institutionalism. The U.S. needs to first worry about its own relative security and power and swiftly clear its dependency on China for medication. After this, a program needs to be created to regulate medication trade to ensure that no country can have a monopoly on medication as China has right now. One of the minor setbacks for this policy is that the business of medication manufacturing will be nowhere near as profitable as it is now, and the economy would lose one of its major fields. But, because human lives are not only at risk, but have already been lost, it is imperative that the U.S. brings factories into its own borders. What may seem like a high cost today will be nothing compared to the lives and national security lost if the U.S. continues to be dependent on China for medication. This podcast was produced by me, Christian. The executive producer is Nicholas Bell. Special thanks to interviewee Miss Rosemary Gibson for all of her help. Our music is by Lakey Inspired and Jay Lang. Thank you for listening.